Part 1 Where Are We? Chapter 1 When Football Was King From Fred, The Start of My Story Growing up amid the Iowan cornfields, I made football my god. The sport dominated everything about me, and I happily played and practiced year-round. I even liked two-a-days in hot, muggy August. Football was such a big part of my life that I let the noble sport dictate what I did off the field. After the games, I never joined my teammates at Lake McBride for the kegger parties. Drinking beer, I believed, would weaken my focus and soften my drive. As for girlfriends, I viewed them as high-maintenance commitments that would distract me from my goal, becoming an all-state quarterback. Like any red-blooded football player, however, I had more than a passing interest in sex. I'd been hooked on Playboy centerfolds ever since I found a stack of the magazines beneath my dad's bed when I was in first grade. I also discovered copies of From Sex to Sexty, a publication filled with naughty jokes and sexy comic strips. When Dad divorced Mom, he moved to his bachelor pad where he hung a giant velvet nude in his living room. I couldn't help but glance at this mural-like painting whenever we played cards during our Sunday afternoon visits. On other occasions, Dad gave me a list of chores whenever I dropped by to see him. Once, while emptying the trash can in his bedroom, I came across a nude photo of his mistress. All this caused sexual feelings to churn deep inside me. Hollywood movies filled me with lustful curiosity and burning passion. In one film, Diana Ross poured a bucket of ice on her boss's belly just as he orgasmed, which seemed to intensify the experience. My mouth dropped open. What's up with this? I pondered such scenes in my mind for days upon days. On those rare occasions that I went out on a date during the off-season, these deep churnings often stirred and bubbled over. Too often, I'd push a girl's boundaries while I tried to get a hand under her bra. Still, my passion for football kept my sexual yearnings in check. I performed well on the gridiron and was named Athlete of the Year at Thomas Jefferson High School, a 4A powerhouse in Cedar Rapids. I received full-ride scholarship offers from the Air Force Academy and Yale University. I had bigger dreams, however. Pac-10 football, even if it meant trying out for the team as a walk-on. I wouldn't settle for anything less. Soon I stood before my locker at Stanford University, staring in awe at the familiar white helmet with the red S and the name Stoker taped across the front. Strapping on my helmet and chin strap, I proudly raced onto the field in my attempt to win a spot on the team. Before long, Everyone in the country would know my name when I tossed long rainbow passes into the end zone. I was living my dream. In one afternoon, that dream shattered into a thousand pieces. I was one of eight quarterbacks warming up that day. From the corner of my eye, I saw Turk Schonert, a blue-chip recruit from Southern California, throwing 35-yard bullets. Three other quarterbacks zipped the ball through the air as if it were on a string. These QBs were so good 
that all four would later start at Stanford and play in the NFL. I, along with Corky Bradford, an all-state quarterback from Wyoming and my dorm mate at Wilbur Hall, stared in disbelief. There was no way either of us had the skill level to compete with these blue chippers. When my football dream died that afternoon, I turned my attention to women. Pictures of naked women. As I settled into normal college life without sports or dreams, my churning sexuality broke through every dyke, and I was soon awash in pornography. I actually memorized the date when my favorite softcore magazine, Gallery, arrived at the local drugstore. I'd be standing at the front door at opening time, even if I had to skip class to do it. I loved the girls next door section in Gallery, which featured...